What's up, guys? We are back. Burning Questions Podcast, Season 2, Episode 2. I'm your host, Bernadette Conway. And today is a very, very special day. It is your host birthday. I've had a lot of people ask me recently if I was freaked out, turning the big two five, you know, quarter of a century, it's a big one. And I told them if I didn't know what I was doing with my life, maybe I'd be freaked out. But today I'm 25 years old and I love my life. Every moment, every trial and every smile has led me to be the person that I am today. And I don't know who I'm going to be tomorrow or next week or even a few hours from now, but I know who I am right now. I am Bernadette Mary Francis Conway, and I cannot be happier to be my 25-year-old self and to also finally be able to rent a car. (laughs) Someone recently asked me what makes me the happiest, and I told them myself. I said... I'm the happiest when I make myself smile. And that's true. My friends will confirm that nobody laughs harder at my jokes than myself. But I make myself the happiest. And it's in the moments where I'm reflecting on my life and counting my blessings. Which, you know, I'm sure you've heard that phrase before, count your blessings. But I really do. And I haven't always, you know, you like to think that you do. But it's like, are you really conscious of it? So, to speak to that, the practice of gratitude has completely transformed my life. I would constantly hear, practice gratitude, practice gratitude, and I would try, I would get gratitude journals, but I really didn't know how. And then one day, about eight months ago, everything just clicked. I started traveling more, experiencing more, all of which I was, you know, really fortunate enough to do. But I was just simply living my life the way that I was wanting to. I was noticing the speech people would use towards myself and what I got to do. And they would say things like, it's so great to see someone going after their dreams, doing this or doing that. I was also finally at a point where I was able to do the things that I had dreamt of. I noticed a shift in my life and I also noticed a shift in the speech I use. It's not an I have to, it's an I get to. And, you know, you get one life, that's it. Every single thing you have to do is an opportunity. It's a chance someone else might not have. So, yeah, it's not an I have to, it's an I get to. And in my early 20s, I could never get a job. I couldn't even get an interview or I would get the interview and I'd get my hopes up so much only to be disappointed. There was something I did after the job rejections. I'd usually cry, call my mom and dad, and tell them my extreme disappointment. And then I would go on my computer right after I hung out with them, and I'd go on LinkedIn, and I would find the person that interviewed me or rejected me, and then I would request to connect with them. I'm not just gonna be peeping at their profile when they get a notification that I viewed their profile and not connect with them. So, I did it on purpose. The reason I did it was so that when I did everything they said I wasn't ready for, they'd see me do it anyways. Because I believed in myself, and maybe that same person that rejected me would hire me in the future, 
Or maybe they were just another connection I made. And it's not to say that those people didn't think I would get there eventually, but I knew that I was capable. After that, I would go online and I'd apply to at least 10 more jobs. I would also find whatever they said I was lacking, whether it was knowledge in a certain software or camera or whatever it may have been. And I would force myself to learn whatever they said I did not know, at least at a basic level. Then I would finally call my parents back and I would tell them the jobs I found and how excited I was and all the ones I applied to. All within about a two hour span of getting rejected from what was probably a dream job at the time. Yes, it was a dream job and yes, I faced so many, so many rejections, but rejection was my advantage and failure fueled me. It was my chance to be better. So the shift that I saw that I noticed eight months ago is that gratitude is almost like job rejections. You can let something negatively impact your day or allow yourself to feel it and then you can count your blessings. Did you have a bad day or was it just a bad part of your day? The shift wasn't a shift in my career, it wasn't a shift in my relationships or whatever else. It was a shift in my perspective and in my mentality. There's aspects of my life where I definitely struggle and sometimes I struggle really hard. And one of those things is perspective. Focusing on the fact that the only perspective of myself that matters is my own. So if I let other perspectives matter more than my own, I wouldn't be as successful as I am. I wouldn't be who I am. I wouldn't be Bernadette Conley. So why am I the person I am? For as long as I can remember, I've felt different in the best way possible. I've always had this immense feeling that my purpose was greatness and I really cannot explain it. It might sound silly, but I don't really care if it sounds silly. I know that my success is never going to stop. I don't feel like I have a peak and I don't ever want to have one. I have that confidence because it was instilled in me at a young age. When I was little, I would sit at the breakfast table every morning with my little bowl of Wheaties, imitating my dad, and I would ask him and my mom, do you think I could do this or do that? And without hesitation, their answer was always, Bernadette, you can do anything you set your mind to. I wanted to be, an, I wanted to be a veterinarian, an Olympian, a teacher, an engineer, a doctor, an architect, an investment banker. They told me I could do anything and obviously I was shooting for the money. So <laughs> I would walk around in Harvard University lacrosse shorts in fifth grade thinking I'm gonna be valedictorian at Harvard. Well, I have a drastic update for you. I did not go to Harvard and I was not valedictorian, but I truly believe that if I wanted to go at some point in my life, I could do it. Why can't I? I can do it just as much as the next person and so can you. What's stopping you? Is it the fear of failure? Is it you don't know how, you don't know where to start? My high school yearbook quote, was I only see my goals, I don't believe in failures. And it's funny because like, if I look back at that point in my life, the thing that I was going for is not what I was going for now. My goals shifted and that's okay. It doesn't mean that I failed at the certain thing I was going for, it just wasn't right for me. But I do believe that failure is the fuel that pushes me to achieve my goals. And high school is where I found my passion. And it wasn't really in the most positive way. I lost someone who was really close to me. I was only 15 at the time and we didn't have a lot of pictures together. 
because I did not have a smartphone. So I didn't really have a camera. I had like a little slide up phone, not a flip phone. It was, you know, slide up. The following Christmas, after I lost that person, I had asked for a GoPro Hero 4 Silver. And because I was going on a trip to Ireland with my mom for winter break, that's really why I wanted it. I was kind of obsessed with travel vlogs and I was 16 and again, had barely any pictures with my cousins there. So I essentially told myself that I was never gonna be in that position again. I would never allow myself to not have photos or videos with the ones I love. I was never gonna let the ones that I love not have photos or videos with each other. I went away to Ireland. I filmed our whole trip. I went home and I sat at the computer and downloaded this free software from GoPro called GoPro Studio, and it was horrible. It was so bad compared to what I use now, but it was free. And of course, the computer I was editing on was the family computer. Same computer I learned to edit on was the same computer that my sister learned how to crank that soldier boy in her high school uniform when I'm sitting there in wonder on the basement steps as she supermans. It was the same computer that we played backyard baseball on where I played webkins, the same computer my dad worked on and sent emails on, and the same computer my mom would play centipede on and where she made her first Facebook. I mean, this thing was loaded up, and how did it have so much storage? How does it still have so much storage? Because it still works, and my brother will text me every few weeks to ask me if I remember the password for it, and honestly, how could I forget it? How could I forget the computer where I fell in love with editing and where I found my passion? I edited a video, and it's probably one of the worst videos I've ever made compared to what I've made now but it's also one of my favorites. I went back to school and I went to an all girls Catholic school on Long Island. Shout out to the Lady Spartans. During our study halls, we were allowed to volunteer in the administration and guidance buildings. I worked for this amazing woman, shout out, I love her. And she asked me how my trip was. So I was like, oh my gosh, I can show you. So I go to YouTube and I show her this video I made of my trip. The next word she said to me changed my life forever. She was the first person who gave me a chance, and I can't really thank her enough for that. She said, Bernadette, this is amazing. I have an idea. So she went to our principal, who was one of my favorite sisters at the school, and she got me a pass to film during my study halls and create a video capturing a day in the life of going to an all-girls school. Let me tell you, the pass was gold. A pass from sister, nobody was stopping me, and I may have abused the pass a little bit, but as always, I had a vision. I end up filming and finishing the video, it does so well, and it got over a few thousand views, which that was like really big for our school, because we didn't even have over a thousand students. Fast forward to that summer, I become a lifeguard, and I end up getting in a bad accident, I fractured my spine, and my boss... Let me bring my GoPro while I was on first aid duty and light duty because I really couldn't do much. My friends were the best as always and they smiled to my camera for me and the videography and video editing practice just continued. I tried new transitions, new techniques, I was getting better and I just wanted to do more and more and more. Like I, I wanted to keep going and keep traveling but you know that's kind of hard for a 16 year old to do so... I go back to school in its senior year and we're going down to Florida for our senior year trip to Disney. 
and I'm like, okay, this is my chance to make another travel video. This is my chance to make another video for the school. So the moment that I knew I was getting really good was when I came back to school and I could hear the audio playing from different classrooms when I was walking down the hall and girls would sing the song I use in class or ask the teacher if we could watch it. And the way that I kind of got the video out to everyone because the school didn't ask me to make that video. I just made it. So the way that I got it out to the school was I sent it in like the senior year trip group me and I was of course nervous to do that because we were not supposed to speak in the group chat it was only for teachers so I sent it and yeah I was walking the halls and I could hear the songs playing in the hallway as I was going from class to class and girls were asking teachers hey can we watch Bernadette's video have you seen Bernadette's video like mimicking the lyrics in class from the song I used. The school ended up asking me to make a video celebrating just the senior class. So I make a video celebrating just the senior class. I also made a slideshow. Everyone sent me their pictures and people started telling me that I was really good and that I should do it for a living. But at the time, I was pretty set that I was gonna go into the military. Now I had another teacher who to this day is probably the best teacher I could have had growing up. And I will say pretty much every teacher I've had in Catholic school has left some type of impact on me, which is really crazy because some of them never even taught me a single class, but they were just there for me, whether they were waving to me in the hallway, or pushing me to do my best, or just being like, hey, Burn, hey, Conway, what's up? This teacher never really told me what to do. She was just there for me. And that's what I really needed. She changed my life and she's left such a huge impact on me. And she helped me get through my loss, through the accident I was in, and was even there when I was going for the military. And when I got rejected from the military, I told her I was upset and she asked me if I really was. And I went away for college and I ended up transferring home. And I went through a bunch of different majors and came back to my high school to make a documentary on Catholic girls' education. I talked to her about transferring home, and of course she said with a smirk on her face, I knew you'd come home. <laughs> and I laughed because somehow she knew, but she let me figure it out on my own. And while she did that, she also always supported me and told me how she was so proud of me. And honestly, all of my teachers did that. Social media, they're always the first people besides my family to hype me up. And that like pushes you because when I didn't have any jobs, when I wasn't getting hired anywhere, it's the people who were supporting me and pushing me to go for it and go for it and go for it to keep going besides myself pushing me. Not only did I have teachers supporting me, but I also had my parents and they let me figure it all out. And I put this immense amount of pressure on myself as I always do. They still let me figure it out because it's about making mistakes and finding you know, what you really wanna go for what you want to do, not what anyone else is telling you to do. Going for what makes you happy, not what's going to make you the most money, because I can promise you that if you go after what makes you happy over what is going to make you the most money, you will be just as successful because you're going to want to work if it's something that makes you happy and it's something that you love. And obviously, if you work hard enough, you will be successful enough. So it is about making mistakes and finding what you want to do. Not only that, but finding the people in your life who will believe in you and will be there to support you and to be there as you attempt to navigate 
what feels like a completely lost path at times. You need a mentor, you need a support system, you need to establish that belief in yourself because once you do, your limits are really non-existent. And I've had people at every single phase of my academic and professional career who have acted as a mentor for me. And I'm really lucky for that. A lot of people have told me, you know, I know you love what you do, but it's just a job or burn, you're a workaholic, you're this, you're that. Like you work too much. And most of the time they're saying it jokingly. Sometimes they're a little serious because I do work a lot, but it's really hard for me because I am a visual storyteller and it fills me with this overwhelming amount of emotion. Nine years ago, I lost someone who was so close to me. They were essentially my brother and we had barely any photos together and not a single video. It pained me so deeply that it shattered every single part of my being and I was lost. I was angry, I was upset, I was confused, I was broken. I struggled with my relationships, whether they be friends, family, even with God. And it's something I'm still healing from. And I went for so many different career paths during undergraduate because I was scared. I was scared to go after what I truly wanted and I knew I wanted it, but I didn't know how. But nine years ago, I picked up a camera and I have not ever put it down. I went through this immense tragedy where I was left with nothing and I picked up a tool that has allowed me to document life so that the people I love don't ever have to go without someone to remember each other by. I was granted this beautifully incredible gift where I get to document life from my perspective. I get to film historical moments in professional sports the way that I witness them. I get to shake hands with the most decorated Olympian of all time, then film him with the same eyes that looked up to him when I was a swimmer. I get to film civil rights trailblazers and then have them tell me that I have the tools to change the world and I just need to figure out what to do with them. A civil rights trailblazer who two years ago, I was just a 22 year old struggling to get hired and watching her during the coin toss of the Super Bowl on my best friend's couch. I get to film history from my perspective just as much as I get to film my life from my perspective. I get to create videos memorializing the loved ones I lost for their services. I get to create videos to celebrate weddings, anniversaries, birthdays. I get to teach myself about video conversion and preserve home videos for my family. I get to turn voicemails from lost loved ones into videos that will make my family feel like they're not so lost or into a message for a student who needs to feel loved and supported. I get to film myself smiling because I make myself smile, because I get to live this life that I have built for myself, because nine years ago, almost half a lifetime ago for me, I picked up a camera and I grew up in front of it. So no, it's not just a job, it's been my life, it is my life, and it will never stop being my life. It's how I see the world. I have the eye for it because I have the eye for life. It's the life I get to live. It's the life I'm lucky to live. It's the life I love to live. And I took a love lost and I turned it into a love, a passion, a fuel to live every day to the fullest. 
and I'm not proving anything to anyone. I'm just living my life the way that God intended me to, to greatness. And who is to measure that greatness but myself? I will never stop documenting this beautifully tragic, inspiring, imaginative, love-filled life that I get to live, that I get to show the world my perspective. So, to answer your question, I am Bernadette Conway, and I could not be happier to be the 25-year-old that I get to be. Thank you, and tune in next time!